your heart, your mind, and your ears to the gospel for just a little while. Felt several several weeks ago as the Lord laid this message on our Lord is not willing that any perish. I believe that He is wanting everyone to make it. I don't believe that He's wanting to leave anyone behind, but I believe that He is willing to go to great lengths, Brother Billy, to reach every soul, every heart. And uh, I'd like to be responsive to God's drawing. There's a lot of people that do not see the importance of being uh, responsive to the drawing of the Spirit of God, but I'd like to tell us His Spirit will not always strive with man. But while it is, I'd like to take heed, Brother Tony, to the Spirit of God. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1. Hope that you pray for me today and help me uh, be able to preach the word of God. Said to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance. A time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rent, a time to sow, a time to keep silence, a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, and a time of war, and a time of peace. What profit hath he that worketh that wherein he laboreth? I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their hearts so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. If you turn with us today. He said, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet uh, bread to the wise, nor yet riches to the men of understanding, nor yet favor to the men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. For man also knoweth not his time, as the fishes that are taken in an evil net, as the birds that are caught in the snare, so are the sons of men snared in an evil time, when it falleth suddenly upon them. Amen. Let's go over to the book of Joshua. Book of Joshua chapter 24 verse 14. So now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your fathers uh, served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil to, unto you to serve the Lord choose you this day whom you will serve whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. He said, but as far as me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Amen. And uh, as a few weeks ago as I was praying hoping that the Lord would allow us to be able to come. Felt like he laid these few scriptures on our heart. 
And as I begin to read to us there in chapter 3 of Ecclesiastes, he began to talk about a time to everything. And time to, uh, you know, to sow, a time to pluck up that which was sown, a time to cast stones and to gather, a time of war, time of peace, a love, time to love and a time to hate. Brother Albert, as I begin to read this, look at all of this, and every one of us have uh, uh, different times in our life that things are presented to us that we have never faced before. Amen. There has been uh, times in my life that uh, things have come my way that I never, ever dreamed, Brother uh, Billy, that I would face, but time brought that to me. And uh, we are faced with different things. And as time has went on, there's young people this morning that are faced with things that I never had to face. I'm still a young man this morning, just 33 years old, and I'm still facing new things. I heard Brother Sammy talk to us a little bit yesterday, and he said it took him some many years to figure out some of those scriptures there that he was talking about. But there came a time, Brother Sammy, that the Lord revealed that unto you. And I'm glad for every time that the Lord has revealed the scripture unto me. Amen. Praise the Lord. I read to us there in chapter 9 that he said, I returned and saw under the sun that the race was not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to the men of understanding, nor yet favor to the men of skill. But it said, time and chance happeneth to them all. Amen. And the thought that the Lord give me, if I could preach to you for a little while, if uh, the Lord would help me, that there will come a time there will be a chance. What will be your choice? Amen. And we are going to be faced with many things. I understand that. But I'd like to make sure that my calling and my election is sure. Amen. As I begin to read here in the first of the chapter 24 and begin to look at this, and Joshua, he gathered the tribes of Israel uh, to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel, for their heads and for their judges and for their officers, and they presented themselves. And he began to tell them that the Lord had shown himself to Israel, how that they had went to Egypt and began to serve other gods. Amen. And he began to tell them all about how time and different ones chose to do their own thing, how that the Lord spent time with Moses in the backside of the desert, and he sent him to Egypt to lead out the children of Israel. They had had an opportunity to pray. They had an opportunity to seek God and they had been doing that. The Bible said that the Lord heard their cry. Amen. They could have chose not to cry. They could have chose to just been satisfied with the bondage that they were in. But their choice, Brother Norman Cartwright, was I will cry to the Lord for deliverance. Amen. And there came a time, Brother... Uh, 
uh, Gary, that they seen Moses coming up there to talk with uh, Pharaoh, and he began to talk with him and said, let my people go. And his heart was hardened. The Lord would harden his heart time and time again. But there came a time that Moses came and he said, let my people go. Amen. And they were able to leave. He told them, said, bind on your sandals and gather everything that you can. We're not leaving anything behind. Amen. They had been praying, but the season changed. Now they're needing to get ready to leave. Amen. It was their choice to apply the blood on the doorpost. They didn't have to. It was their choice. Amen. But it was now a different time for them to leave. They did not have to gather anything. They did not have to gather uh, their children. They didn't have to bind on Brother David their sandals, but they chose to. It's time to leave. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I'd like to preach to you this morning that there will come a time in your life that you will be faced, amen, with an opportunity or a chance. What will your choice be? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, I need the help of the Lord today. Oh, we know the story. It's so familiar to us that we really pay attention to it a lot of times but we heard how that the Lord had set the tree of uh, you know the knowledge of good and evil there in the midst of the garden and he told them brother Sammy don't touch this tree and the day that you do you will surely die amen and there was days brother that they came no probably and looked at the tree but there came a time that Eve got a little bit too close to the tree and she began to listen to what the adversary had to say. Amen. And in that time she was faced with a chance. You can partake of this fruit and if you do you won't die. Amen. But the devil was telling her about a physical death. God was speaking about a spiritual death. Amen. And she had a choice to make. Amen. And her choice was amen. It is beautiful to the eye. Amen. It is pleasant to look upon. Surely it can't hurt me that bad. So Brother Gerald, she reached and she grabbed and it was her choice, Brother Aaron, to take a bite of that that God had said, leave alone. Amen. Don't touch it. Amen. And we know the story how that God, amen, drove them out of the garden. Amen. We know the story of Cain and Abel how that Cain offered that that was fleshly, amen, and that Abel, he offered that that was spiritual, amen, and he looked at that as God, brother Nathaniel, began to accept Cain's sacrifice, amen, and the Lord began to talk with him, and a time came that he was offered the same opportunity that Abel had. He said, if you'll do well, you will also be accepted, but if you don't, then you'll be cursed. Sin lieth at the door. Amen. And he had a choice to make and he made the wrong choice. Amen. And he was cursed the rest of his days because of his choice. Amen. And I'd like to preach to you today. I don't want to take up all your time. Amen. But I felt a burden to preach to you. You need to be careful.
careful about your choices. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, we're not forced. We're not predestined. It is our choice. Amen. Amen. There has been a gift that has been offered to us, and it is our choice, Brother Gerald, to choose life or death. Amen. Joshua began to talk with them, and he told them, you can go and you can serve those other gods. Amen. In whose land you did dwell, he said, but as far as me and my house. Amen. He had a choice also to make. He said, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. I hope by the time this meeting is over that there is somebody that has been faced with choices that by the time you get through hearing all of these wonderful messages that we're going to hear, amen, I'd like to, for somebody to understand that the choice that you make will affect you for the rest of your life, amen. It's not just for a moment that it will affect you, but it will affect you all the day of your life. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I'm trying to feel my way through here this morning. Oh, a friend of mine called me a few days ago, Brother Nathan Padgett. Amen. He's pastor of a little church down in Georgia. Amen. And somebody got his number, Brother Nathaniel, and he called me and he said, man, he said, be praying, Pars. Said, we got a situation that we're dealing with. A young man called me. He's homeless and he's desiring help. Said, me and my deacon went and picked him up and we began to visit with him and begin to tell him, amen, about Jesus Christ. Amen. Said, we could tell that things were not, amen, well with him his spirits was troubled you understand what I'm trying to say this morning amen said we offered him salvation amen said that we bought him a motel or bought rented him a motel and fed him said he didn't have anybody to help him amen so he heard about a home for those kind of people they were Christian based facility said so I took him there and we sat down with the man that was over there and we began to talk with him and he began to question this young man. Amen. And he began to, amen, asked him questions about what he believed and they found out that he was a worshiper of Satan. Amen. Amen. And he had had seven witches. Brother Stanley had invited him that week to come at a service that weekend and worship with them. And the man told him that was over the facility, said, sir, we'll go to great lengths to help you. We'll do anything thing that we can for you. We'll feed you. We'll bed you. We'll help you any way that we can. But by no means are you to worship your God. Amen. He stood up at the desk with nowhere to go, nowhere to eat, no place to lay his head and said, if I can't worship my God, then I won't stay here. Amen. Brother Nathan had offered him salvation through Jesus Christ. Amen this facility was a Christian based facility. They was offering him another chance at life. But he said if I can't worship my God I won't stay here. Brother Nathan called me and said would you help us pray. I just dropped him off at the sheriff's office. I said yes sir I'll help you pray. Next morning Brother Sammy called me. He was upset. He said I'm needing prayer. 
Said, I got a phone call, Brother John, this morning. Said, as soon as I dropped the young man off at the sheriff's office. Said, he found his way down to Walmart. Talked a young girl into taking him to the hospital. Hey, man, and when she got to the hospital, he told her, said, keep driving. Hey, man, she said, I'm not going to. So he took a knife and he stabbed her 14 times and took that young lady's life. Hey, man. Brother Nathan said, I tried with everything that I could to offer him the salvation plan. But he told me, I don't think I won't have to have anything to do with it. Said he shook his hand and said, sir, I really don't know you, but I'll never forget you. Hey, man. Brother Nathan said, well, what about your people? Will they help you? He said, I went to them and they would not help me. Hey, man. I'd like to tell you today, there is an adversary called the devil that is as a roaring lion Talking about seeking whom he may devour. And he's not a respecter person this morning. It doesn't matter that you've been raised in the house of God. He's after your soul this morning. Praise the Lord. I read in the word of God where he said that lust, when it was conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, it bringeth forth death. Amen. It happens every time. Amen. It doesn't matter how pretty the billboard looks. It doesn't matter how happy the adulterer looks. I'd like to tell you this morning that there is death in the camp if we don't choose life this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost, this morning. I just want the devil to know I felt the Holy Ghost in prayer. Amen. I'm depending on him this morning to help me. Praise God. Oh, I remember being about 16 years old. And brother, I remember being faced with opportunities. And I went the way of the world in the rodeo for a little while. Amen. But I remember there came a time that God offered me a better opportunity. Amen. And I took that opportunity. But Brother Gerald, it didn't mean that the adversary was through with me that day. Amen. I remember Brother John, the young men came. I didn't have nobody, Brother Stanley, when I was growing up a teenager. Amen. To run around with spiritually. I had a lot of other teenagers I could run around with, but I felt like I was the only one in the area that's, amen, trying to live right at the time. Amen. It was my choice. And I, I'm not bragging on myself this morning. It was the grace of God. Brother John, that helped me to be able to make that choice. Amen. But they told me, said, there's a rodeo in Hancock County. Let's go. Amen. So and so's a riding. So and so's a singing. Oh, I tell you, I'll be honest with you. There was something in my heart that kind of wanted to go. I hope you don't fall out with me this morning, but I was faced with a choice. Amen. A time it came, I had an opportunity and I had a choice to make. But Sammy, I went in my bedroom and I began to pray. And I came out with an answer and I said, I will not be going to the rodeo anymore. The Lord saved me from that. And I ain't been back to what I'm by the help and the grace of God, but it's been because of Him. Not my own doing, but because of the grace and the love of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, David walking on his house time. 
seen something that caught his eye. Praise God. And he began to look at that, and that was pleasant to look upon. So he called for her. He committed the awful sin called adultery. Amen. And that one sin led to murder. Amen. And it led on, and it led on, Brother Gerald. He had a choice to make. I'd like to tell you the adversary is not a respect of persons this morning. You may feel like you, amen, can preach the house down this morning. I'd like to tell you there will come a time that you will be faced with things, and your choice will determine if you're here next year or not. Amen. I'd like to tell you, if you make this choice right, I'd like to tell you, you can be here next year and the year after and have the grace of God year after year and year after year, but it will be your choice. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Joseph, having some dreams. Praise the Lord. Y'all pray the Lord give me wisdom this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Brother John, and he got down there and he went down there and he began to tell his brothers about some dreams. And they began to mock him. He had a choice, brother, to join them or to go back and keep his coat. Amen. How I tell you, you have an opportunity to lose your garment or you have an opportunity to throw it away. Amen. I hope that you'll be convinced this morning to keep what you've got. Amen. If you don't, you'll be selling out cheap. Amen. That that the devil has to offer cannot compare to what God will give you if you'll allow him to help you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Norman, he went back down there and he began to visit with his brothers. Brother Joe, they began to mock him and he went back and he still stayed in the place, Brother John, that God would give him another dream. <laughs> I'd like to encourage another young person that you can live in a place. Oh, it thrilled me Thursday night. Brother Bryce met me at Muldrow and we both preached and he had exactly what I had. Amen, I had what he had and the grace of God helped him. Oh, it was so wonderful. Amen, but Brother Bryce, don't ever think for a second that the adversary is gonna leave you alone. He's not there will come a time in life that you will be faced with an opportunity. What will you do with your choice? Amen. Oh, he went down there and they cast him into prison. Cast him down in the well. They sold him. They brought him down there and he got to getting the king's blessings. The king set him over his household, Brother Stanley. And he was faced at a certain time with another opportunity. Amen. To get rid of what he had. But he left everything behind. And he went and he ran for his life. Amen. I'd like to tell somebody this morning there may be something that you're trying to hold on to, but if it's the most precious thing, I'd like to tell you to leave it behind. Make the right choice. Say, I'll follow God. No matter what it costs me, I'm going to serve the Lord with all of my heart. Amen. Down there for, in, in for years in the prison. Down there, Brother Nathaniel, he could have given up at any time. But Brother Sammy, somewhere, I'm convinced he was finding a place to visit with God. Amen. And God began to interpret his, those men's dream. And there came a time, amen, that the Lord brought him up out of that place and set him up there with the kings. Amen. And I tell you, you may be struggling with things like Brother John preached us last night, but if you'll keep going, back to the well of grace. Great is the power and sweet is the taste. With every temptation, amen, it'll come.
after a while. But if you'll keep going back to the well of grace, you can come out of that place and be a man of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Sammy Bang, I preached his funeral a few days ago. Had a wonderful funeral. When he was 19 years old, he had a choice to make. Oh, help me today, Holy Ghost, I pray. Oh, hallelujah. And he left the house of God. And as the Spirit of God drew him, he said, not now. My friends and my cousins, they're, they're waiting on me, Brother Sam. We got things to do. We got life to live. I'd like to tell you, you really don't have much of a life to live. Life is but a vapor. It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. Hey, man, Brother John, he walked out the house of God, went to the creek, jumped off of a bridge, and broke his neck, spent 30, 33 years in a wheelchair because of one choice. Hey, man, I've heard him tell it many times. Church, don't never play around on God. Amen. God's mercies has been so good to us to our children feel like they can take, amen, and do whatever they want to do and don't have to pay the price. But I'd like to tell you this morning, sin comes with a price. Praise the Lord. And most of the time, it will be your life. That's what you're dealing with. Your life. That's what it is that you're making a choice with. Life or death. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't play around on God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't play around on God. Don't play around on God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I feel like preaching, Brother Sam. I don't want to take up all y'all's time. But oh, I felt a burden on my heart. I'm needing the anointing for the Holy Ghost to help me this morning. There is people sitting among us. Brother Gerald, I don't believe it's only single people, but I believe there's married people that is being tempted with things of the adversary. Amen. They get to looking at somebody else in second marriage, and they always say, I wish I'd have married this one first because the second one's always better than the first one. I'd like to tell you that is a trick from the adversary. Amen. The adversary, I've heard them, not only them stopping at the second one, but the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one. You never will find joy. You never will find peace unless you give your heart and your life totally to the one that he gave his life for you. Praise the Lord. Praise. It is in him that we live and move and have our being. I'd like to tell you tonight, if you're faced with a choice, choose life. Choose life. Amen. Choose life. Oh, hallelujah. I was at a fair camp meeting in Georgia two weeks ago. And on a Monday night, Brother Nathan Padgett preaches while I was there. Him and him's close. And I went to help him, support him as a night speaker. And Brother Orville, he began to preach about what Jesus Christ could do. And I look right here behind me and Mr. Jimmy Hall. I've known him for several, several years. Brother Sammy is a backslider. Hey, man, bound and by depression, bound by things that had him as a 63-year-old man shouldn't be battling with. Amen. Told his life, if I wife, if I take my life, it'd be so much better. Amen. She told him that's not the answer. Brother Nathan got to preaching about an answer called Jesus Christ. 
give an altar call in front of that place packed out. I look behind me, Brother Sammy and Jimmy Hall standing there gripping his bench. Awfulest look on his face, Brother Albert. Brother Nathan stood up on the altar. He couldn't see him, and he got to dealing with him. And he got to dealing with I see Mr. Jimmy as he took his step outside of his bench. And just the weight of sin, the weight of the adversary talking in his ear, a struggle going on, Brother John. And he took another step. And he took another step. I seen him as he began to walk down the aisle. Looked like his burden of sin, Brother Gary, was so heavy. Amen. He chose that. <laughs> he chose that. I can't hardly make it to the altar. I can't be saved. I'm a backslider. Oh, that wasn't what he heard, Brother David, when the devil was trying to get him to backslide. What he heard is there's fun, there's happiness, there's so much out there you can enjoy. But now, Brother Jeremy's loaded down with sin. Can't hardly make it to the altar. Amen. He made his way down there and grace came. Brother John Grace is still reaching. For about an hour and a half, brother, he prayed and grace was there. Amen. He got up, brother Sam, and he walked outside. I left the next morning, headed up to Tulsa. Brother Nathan called me a crying and a bawling and a squalling. Said, we've got to have prayer. I said, what's going on? He said, I preached on hell last night and Mr. Jimmy Hall prayed for three hours. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, maybe I need to just slow down here this morning. Deal with somebody. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Lead me, Holy Ghost, lead me. Oh, he said grace was there. Grace lingered. We prayed with him till after midnight. He left the campground just like this right here. And he went home. He's supposed to have met his son. And his son got to looking for him, couldn't find him, Sister Melinda. Found him at the back of their pasture. Hey, man, sitting in his truck, Brian told him, said, Daddy, you don't need to be here. You need to come on back to the house. He'd been fighting, amen, the battle of depression. Amen. Brother Elbert, he told him, he said, Daddy, come on back to the house. His son are crying. Daddy, you don't need to be here. The Holy Ghost had reached two nights. You don't need to be here. You can be delivered. But his choice was, I can't be delivered. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. He said his son went back out about 15 minutes later and Jimmy Hall had ended his life. Oh, Brother Jeremy, I've heard you preach so wonderful and tried to reach. But Brother Gerald, as I prayed last night, hey man, up in the wee hours of the morning, knew I was gonna have to preach this morning. Hey man, I wondered, Brother Stanley, who will be the next one that we find sitting in their truck with their life gone and their soul in hell. Hey man, you say it'll never happen to me. I'd like to say Jimmy Hall didn't think it ever happened to him, but somewhere in hell, he's got his eyes lifted up in torment tonight. Oh, praise the Lord. Where there is no mercy, where the worm dieth not, where there is no water that can quench your scorched tongue, it is his choice that he's there tonight. 
Oh, I don't know how far I need to reach. There may be somebody to take this brother this morning. Oh, but I wonder who will be the next young family that's destroyed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Pray for me. I need the Holy Ghost to help me this morning. I wonder who will be the next young family, Brother Tony, that we hear that a daddy's hooked on pornography and he can't get loose from it and he's running around on his wife. It will be your choice if you bound by that junk. Amen. There's enough grace, Brother Sammy, that's been here to deliver every young man, woman, boy, girl that's bound by every foul spirit from hell. And if you want free, you can be free this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost, help me. Lead me and guide me this morning. Praise the Lord. I grew up, Brother Jeff, with some young men. You know them well. Brother Albert, you know them well. Their choice was, we're not going to stay in the house of God. Brother Stanley, I visited with one for about two hours sitting in his backyard as his wife has left him. His children is gone. Brother John, because of what alcohol has done to that family, I told him, I said, Alan, it don't have to be this way. I've dealt with him ever since I've been pastoring over there visiting him all the time. And he says, I can't be free from this. I said, you can be free from this. There's enough power in the blood of Jesus Christ to cleanse you from all of your sins, not just some of them, but every one of them. tried to tell him, Brother Orville, what you're turning to is what's got you in this place. He beat the arm of his chair till it had to hurt, saying, I can't, I can't, screaming out. Amen, I can't believe I'm in this place. But Brother Jeff, I tried to offer him a plan of salvation and he said, I can't, I can't, it was his choice. I prayed with him and the power of God was there. He rejected the choice that God was offering him and he's still in that place today and that is where he will stay until he makes a different choice praise God oh Brother Jeff I'm fixing to give it back to you this morning but oh I felt like preaching to somebody will it be your family that's next You'll say, nobody ever know. Nobody will ever know what I'm doing. Nobody will ever know what I'm getting into. I'd like to preach to you this morning. There's an all-seeing eye that is watching you. Amen. You say, I can slide in by the skin of my teeth. I'd like to tell you, there is nobody that is going to slide in by the skin of their teeth. If, Brother Marcus, anybody makes it, it's because they've had their robes washed in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. It's because, Brother Wesley, they've made a choice that I'll stand for Jesus. I'll let the world go by. I'll claim his promises. Me and my family, we're going to serve the Lord. But I'd like to tell you, Brother Sammy, there is people that is dead, that is looking at the wrong choice. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, oh I prayed for conviction. I hope it'll reach us this morning. Oh, I feel pressured to get out of the way, but I feel something burning in my soul. Oh, 
What mother will it be that goes out into the field and finds her son dead and in hell? Oh, Brother Gerald, I'd like to pull him out to fire for good this morning. Oh, I'd like to warn somebody, Brother Gary, that your choice will not be worth it if you choose death. The pleasures of sin, children, they're only for a season. And then after that, the pleasure's gone. And then it's heaviness, it's heartache, it's destruction, it's things that you wish you'd never have to have dealt with. I'd like to say, why you're young, serve the Lord in the days of thy youth. Praise God. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. And the day of the Lord is at hand. I don't feel like, Brother Jeremy, that we've got a lot of time left. Brother Gerald, there's people that's contemplating leaving house of God. When Brother Stanley, we've got such a short time to make sure that it's right. I'd like to make sure that I choose the good and shun the wrong. I know the Lord will make a way for me if I will. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, I need the Holy Ghost this morning. Oh, Praise God. It's the first time I've labored among you, but brethren, would you bind with me this morning? Pray. I feel so small to stand before you today. Oh, I still feel so small, but I feel a great big God with great arms of love and mercy that's saying I died so that you could go free. I died so that you wouldn't have to go to hell. I died so that you could know what life is. I died so that you could have it more abundantly. Amen. What will your choice be? You can go back and serve them other gods, Brother Norman, if you want to. There will be a time and an opportunity. I'd like to ask you, what will your choice be? Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm not just trying to take up time this morning. But oh, my heart's been heavy, Sister Becky. Oh, stand up with me and help me if you would. About a year and a half ago, I paid her house a visit. I try to pay visits on Sunday afternoons if I, if I got a chance. Oh, the people that I grew up with, Brother Sammy, try to tell them about God. Oh, I paid Sister Becky's house a visit. She said, one day I'll come, one day I'll come. But Grace began to deal with her brother Gerald. Grace began to reach. She said, I really want to be in the holiness church. I really do. And a few months later in revival, I called her and I told her, invite her to the revival. And an hour later after I got through preaching to her on the phone, she is a weeping and a crying. And before she ever got to the house of God, Brother Sammy, she is already saved. Her and Sister Doreen had done got in the bedroom somewhere and got to praying and got to reaching God. Amen. Her husband has died since then. In, and as we walked him across the road to put him in the ground, somewhere that mother leaned over on her son and said, I can't hardly bear it. But somewhere the sweet Holy Ghost from above came down and began to speak. Oh, praise God. I'd like to tell you, he'll do the same for you if you'll just choose life. Amen. He'll make a way for you when the adversary says there is no way. Praise the Lord. 
I can't make it by myself. I need the Lord. Praise the Lord. I remember a young girl that we ran around in town with. Over in Georgia, I used to spend a lot of time over there as a teenager. We spent a lot of time in town at night. Throwed watermelons during the day. Spent nights in town. All the young girls doing everything that was popular. You understand what I'm saying. Giving their life over to other people, their purity. There was one young girl. They laughed at her. Didn't know anything about God. Brother Gerald, they laughed at her. She was offered at one time a chance and had an opportunity to defile herself. She said, no. Praise the Lord. I wish we had that more among our homeless young ladies. I wish we had that more among our homeless young men that say, I'll stand for Jesus and I'll let the world go by. I've got a plan to raise a family. I plan on being pure when I say I do. I wish we had more young people like that. Amen. You say I can't. Peer pressure's too hard. I'd like to tell you, Brother Gerald, Brother John preached to us about grace. I'd like to tell you, grace will carry you through every temptation, every time that you're offered to see and the adversary will tell you can't escape. But he said with every temptation, it make a way of escape. There's already been a way made. Praise the Lord. They laughed at her brother. Praise the Lord. She said, I can always be what you are. Anytime. It's my choice, but you can never be what I am. Thank God. I made a choice. There's a young man somewhere that I'm keeping myself for, and until then, I'll keep my purity. Amen. I don't want to get too plain here this morning, but we're needing more men and young women that say there's a young man out there somewhere that I'm keeping my purity for. I'm going to make the right choice to say no to the works of the flesh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You don't have to. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they faced an adversary. Said, you bow. There's an adversary, Brother Aaron Burnett, that says you better bow. You won't have no friends if you don't bow. You won't have anybody that'll be your friend if you don't bow. I like to tell you, they're not your friend anyway. <laughs> they're not your friend anyway. But I like to tell you about a friend that'll stick closer than a brother. When you're laying in your bed while everybody else is out sinning, you can grace grace and you can reach the throne of God with tears rolling and dripping on your pillow with joy in your soul when everybody else is coming in with condemnation, amen, on their heart, wishing they'd have never been where they just came from. But you can get up in the morning and come to the house of God and say, I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad for the choice that I made. You must bow. You must bow. Let's stand this morning. They said, we are not careful to answer you. They had Brother Jeremy sold out to a place to where they were not scared to say, I am saved. I'm sanctified. 
I've got the Holy Ghost. My soul has been bought with the price. I have made a choice. Amen. And when the music was played, the flukes were played and the, all of those instruments was played, they stood when nobody else would stand. Amen. They stood when nobody else would stand. And when they went through the fire, I like Brother Aaron to preach about who walked in the fire with them. Oh, I love to. Oh, I like to tell some young man, woman, boy, or girl to tell you you may be in the fire of temptation I'd like to tell you if you really want to make the right choice there'll be somebody that'll walk with you Amen. You say, I feel all alone. I'd like to tell you, if you'll look around, you'll see one set of prints that have, where Jesus Christ has carried you. Amen. Where you didn't have to be tempted and where you didn't have to fall. Amen. Praise God. Saying when you're ready this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, who will be the next one? Brother David Perry, I felt it so strong as I prayed last night. Seems like I fell so short to reach what I felt in prayer, Brother John. But oh, I felt, Brother Sammy, that there was death seeking out somebody. There's death, Brother Gerald, seeking out somebody. Oh, oh. And Brother Brandon Berry, you got a bank that we go to on Fridays when he live in Mississippi. You know, it's just habit. Go to the same one. I didn't have any other reason, just habit. She, there were some others that seemed like they just took forever to get my deposits made. And this one young lady, Brother Nathaniel, seemed like she'd just get it done. I was gone. One day, I got to noticing her conversation, got to talk about her unhappy marriage. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brother Gerald, I come back the next Friday. It was something else. I told Brother Brandon Barry, I said, next Friday I won't be at that window. Say why? Because I had a there came a time I had an opportunity. I had a choice. I'm a happily married man this morning, but it don't matter if you're happily married or not. There will come a time you have to make a choice. More than once. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. And brother, I went to the next window. And I stand in line and there was two windows open. And I told Brother Brandon, I got in trouble. Brother Sam, I'm not trying to be bad. I said, but I'll go to that chunky one over there. She shorted me $100. <laughs> there you go. She gave it back to me, but I was glad I chose the chunky one. <laughs> Praise God. It could be that my family would not be here this morning. It could be that I could be somewhere wishing I was here this morning. But Brother Jeff, I'm glad that I chose life. I'm glad that I chose to shun the wrong. I'm glad that I chose to do the right. I'm glad that the Lord made a way and give me enough strength to say no to the adversary. And if you really want to live, he'll give you enough strength to say no also. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, it's your choice. Sing when you're ready this morning. It's your choice. I'll take Jesus. I wish you'd really look around. I'll take oh, Jesus. It thrills my heart 
to see such a congregation gathered in one place. There's times, Brother Jeff, that I come to fellowship meeting, camp meeting, I look around. Brother Sammy, I think, oh, wonder what heaven's gonna be like. I get to feel in the sweet presence of God. But I also get to thinking about them souls. Brother Stanley, that's in hell. That's looking across that great gulf. And as they see that number that no man can number, shouting on streets of gold, saying, I wish I'd have chose what they chose. I wished I would have. Before you get to that place, you have the opportunity to choose just like I chose. Oh, you have the same opportunity. Praise the Lord. Get to reaching for that life-giving water. Brother Stanley, I enjoyed your message so good. If we get to partake in other good things, it'd help us overcome the bad. What will your choice be? Which one did you take? Hallelujah. Oh, I feel guilty for taking up so much time. Oh, my heart's longing. My souls are reaching for somebody. Holy Ghost, would you lead me? You're going to be faced at some time with a choice, with an opportunity. What will your choice be? Don't let it be like Jimmy Hall that says, I'll not serve the Lord. And then the spirit of depression take over. And at 60-something years old, he ends his life. You don't have to be that young man tonight. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. Oh, I feel like drawn this morning. There'll come a day that you'll remember these great men standing on this platform that put such forth an effort to make an opportunity for you to have a choice at Dripper Springs Camp Meeting. Praise the Lord. be all right i'd just like to say a few words here if i understand right there's a funeral going on today is it today there's a funeral taking place today of a 14 year old girl his family used to be in the house of god they made the wrong choice left the house of god daddy left mom and went to texas took up with someone else this this week, I believe, was it Monday? One the boy had a girlfriend and they got into it. He took off down the road and his 14-year-old sister got in the car and went, tried to get him. He was upset. Wouldn't get in and she left. They couldn't find her all night long, but Tuesday morning they found her. Cars upside down. She's hanging by the seatbelt. So, so black, if I understand right, they wouldn't let the family go look at her. It's a funeral that's happening today because somebody left the house of God. And the devil's after another family. He don't want to show you what's going to happen when you make the wrong choice. I'm not going to take much time, but I'd like to tell you it's a reality what he's preaching to you. Devil's trying to tempt people and lead them away from the house of God. And he don't show them that death is just right out there. 
precious 14-year-old life is gone today. Amen. I believe it was, it was one of the girls that was, that's here with Brother Norman and them, good friend of this same age. Amen. But she's in the house of God. It's just the difference in the choice. So I like to, along with Brother, amen, Brother Alexander, it, um, I urge you, young families, make a good choice this morning. Make the right choice. Praise the Lord. There was a young girl who went to a meeting in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, years and years ago. Preacher got up and preached on hell. I heard him preach and tell how that God pointed out a young lady, said that lady needs to pray today. I, I'm not anybody, but I pray that the Holy Ghost would lead me like that this morning. It's real. It can still point you out and say you're about to die. He knows your appointment with death. God does. Hallelujah. Oh. He preached to her and he said, young lady, come pray. Took her by the hand, 14 years old. She said, not today, sir. Her mother and daddy left that campground. They was on Interstate 20, Brother Stanley, headed home. Somebody hit them and their car rolled down the interstate, threw mother and daddy out. And that 14-year-old girl was pinned inside. She left a camp meeting where Grace had reached for her soul just like I feel like it's reading, reaching in spite of what the adversary's telling me right now. I really, amen, devil, I hadn't missed it this morning. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost helping me this morning. Hallelujah. I was in a service just like this for the horrible. And she said no. That was her choice. As a truck driver pulled over on side the road. And he came up there, Brother Marcus, and they told him, said, throw your cigarette down. There's gas everywhere. He threw it down. And he didn't know that he threw it right in a puddle of gas. And boom. That car was engulfed, Brother Johnny Don, in flames. They held that mother back as she tried to get to the car. Brother Marcus, they said you can't help her now. There's nothing that you can do. They held that mother. She said, pray, baby, pray. Pray, baby, pray. I can't help you now. And you know what that young girl said? She said, Mama, I can't pray. there's coming an opportunity to somebody to pray after a while. And if you don't take the opportunity that you have today when you want to, you will not be able to pray. But while you have the opportunity to reach God, I'd like to say you better make your calling and your election sure. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I believe that Bryce is settled. I believe that he is. I pray for these young men frequently because of their trial. I've been hearing good reports about both of them. I don't want to embarrass him, Brother Sammy, but I got to praying for Layton. And the Lord spoke to me, Brother Gary, and he said, that battle's not over with yet. 
Hey. Brother Sammy, I know you've reached as hard as you possibly can. But Leighton Metcalf, it's going to be your decision. The same grace that Bryce has got a hold of. It's presenting itself to you this morning. It's saying you can have victory in Jesus just like he does. You don't have to go the ways of hell. Oh, will it be hard right for me to read just a little bit further this morning? Amen. My Aunt Linda desired a son. Amen. And the Lord give her a son. A few years later, her husband left her for another man. If you're fighting that spirit, you'll be faced with an opportunity to leave your wife also. Amen. She came to a point where he was seven, eight years old, stricken with diabetes on her deathbed. She said, God, if you'll let me live long enough to get Ryan raised. She didn't want me to tell this this morning. If Jim Lord was here, he'd want me to tell this. Hallelujah. She said, Lord, if you'll let me live long enough to raise Ryan, I'll raise him in the house of God so he won't have to be raised in that. God granted her favor. Let her live. She'd done her best. Ryan would call me and he said, since my dad's the way that he is, People tell me I'm going to be just like him. But he said, Aaron, I really don't want to be. I said, Ryan, you don't have to be. He said, I've been praying and the Lord's helping me. Oh, I know I don't have to be like that. Oh, but about a year before she died, the opportunity came. Ryan was faced with a choice. But Gary, he made, an op- had made a choice. He left his mother her dying bed, went to live with his papa. He said, I just wanted to see why my papa made the choice that he made. But while he was over there seeing, spirits got a hold of him. Spirits, that's what you don't see this morning is the spirits. That's really what you don't see. You see the fun and the games and the bright lights, but what you don't see is the spirits that will be after you when the blood of Jesus Christ is taken away from the doorpost. (laughs) I read where those spirits came back and found that house swept empty. And it brought seven more spirits to you. Worse and more wicked than the first. That's what you're not seeing this morning. Hallelujah. All you're seeing is the works of the flesh. But what you're not seeing is raising a child by yourself. Amen. What you're not seeing is the reproach of raising a child without a husband. That's what you're not seeing. You think you got it hard now trying to find a husband. Wait till you have a child and then try to find one. That's what the adversary don't show you. Amen. Amen. Come on now. Hallelujah. That's what he's not showing you. We gathered around Maitland's bed. She took her last breath. Oh, that old wicked husband walked in. But Johnny fell over bed. He said, Linda, I'm sorry. It's too late. It's too late. The choice, the damage had done been done. He bawled and he squalled like a baby, Brother Tony. 
he raised up, brother, and he looked at Ryan. And he said, Ryan, don't you ever go the way of your papa. You take the way of your mother. What are you saying? Make sure your choice. Make sure Ryan made his choice. I seen a picture of him a few days ago with a boy on each arm. Oh, such a sad life to live on his way to hell. Amen. Making fun of the holiness people by the way that they live. But when he lifts up his eyes in hell, he won't be making fun anymore. He'll be saying, I wish I'd have took the advice from a sodomite and not went that way. Hallelujah. Oh, choose life. Oh, hey. Somebody's in the valley of decision. Heal. Hallelujah. In the valley of decision. Kevin Pride was raised just like I was raised. Some of you know him. Rebellious, wouldn't take heed to nothing. And I'm not trying to override the Spirit of God this morning. I'm trying to reach for some soul. Hallelujah. Come in one Saturday's night with his cowboy hat on and his lip full of dip. Walked up to the front bench and popped his daddy on the back of the head and said, I need you outside. The next Saturday night, you know where they found him? And he's struck in the middle of a set of pine trees with his brains scattered all over that vehicle from a head-on collision with the pine tree. His blood tested full of drugs and alcohol, but he sang in the same booster band that I did. He felt the same drawing that I felt, but he chose death. And now he's screaming in the flames of hell, uh, saying, I wish I'd have made the right choice. But Brother Albert, it's too late now. While you have the opportunity, while grace is a drawing, you better make sure that you choose life because there will come a day that you will have no choice. It will be forever settled. You will be in hell forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Echoes from God's Word on Echoes of Holiness Radio.